Well, we made it to Friday, which is always good. A lot of good stuff going on this weekend, and, um, well, a much-needed break for the Milwaukee Bucks. That was about as pathetic a performance as I've seen in a long time. We'll get into that. You got the uh, the NFL offseason uh, now culminating. You have got uh, Brewers baseball. They're in camp. We're going to talk some motorcycle racing today. Uh, our buddy Jeremy from Mama Tried and Flat Out Friday is going to join me here in studio a little bit later on this afternoon. So we got a lot going on. Uh, we got Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Mike Clemens is going to join us. And Mike will give us his uh, Vegas recap, for lack of a better term. So we'll talk with Mike coming up here a little bit later on today, too. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do it. You can also track us down over on uh, Twitter on X, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can track us down there. You can find uh, Grant at Wisco Grant, at Wisco Grant over on X as well. Instagram, the Bill Michaels Show over on Instagram, Instagram.com. Or Instagram and just search it, The Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube continues to grow. You can watch the program each and every day. And you can do that on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. That's the same thing on Twitch TV, on Kick TV. If you download either of those apps and you want to watch us there, you can. You can also find us on LinkedIn as well. We're on LinkedIn TV now. Um, I don't even know where the hell else we are. We're all over the place. Uh, email thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels, gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on the website, which is simply thebillmichaels.com. And uh, then you can find us on the app. Take us anywhere and everywhere. And I got a nice note today from a guy named Charlie who uh, listens to us. Uh, I don't know specifically where Mercer is. I'd have to look it up. But he's in Mercer, and he's a farmer, and says hey, we're on every day. Every day in the uh, the great big John Deere combine thing that he's driving around in, I guess. But uh, we're on we're on in tractors everywhere too. So uh, appreciate you listening to us. Also, you can find us uh, via the uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcast after the fact as well. There you go. Uh, Grant Bills, did you sit last night and watch that Bucks game with as much disdain as I did? Yeah, I just. What did we say yesterday, Bill? Just win this game. It doesn't even have to be pretty. And then we can right. go into the All-Star break. We can forget about the Bucks for a week. Right. And they wouldn't yeah. even give us that. Yeah, it was really frustrating. Um, I, I've been saying it for a while now. Uh, my scream is, guys, it isn't the coach. It's not the coach. You can put whoever, whether it was Budenholzer, you can put Adrian Griffin, you can put Doc Rivers. It's not the coach. It's the players. Lazy. Lazy, uninterested players. Why in the hell do you want to go spend money on that product? When they don't care, why should you? It's a lazy, lame-ass product. And they're winning games because they've got so much talent. But they will never... This is... How many times have we seen these, quote, dream teams put together? These teams with these superstars, and they're going to roll, and they're going to win it all... And it it very rarely happens, or it happens once and then it's done because they can't keep their own selfish egos in check. Half of this team looks to Giannis to dominate. The other half wants to dominate, but they can't, so they get lazy. It's a lazy, lethargic, 
I kudos to Doc Rivers. Half their minds were in Cabo. How do you have guys not even know what the hell the plays are? That is lazy. That is focus. Period. Um, I I don't even, you know, I, I was asked last night if, if Drew Holiday would if he was here would this team be different? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because some of the stars that are still here are the ones that are lazy. So I, I don't I don't think so. You know I, it's an older team. I understand that. But there are guys that just look disinterested. Maybe there's I mean we talk about it all the time. There's something to be said for chemistry inside a locker room. Maybe when Drew Holiday left, the, the chemistry inside a locker room went south. I I don't know. But that is a lazy, lethargic, pathetic basketball team. And they win games, and there's Bucks fans that are pissed at me. I just mad at me. How can you don't know what you're talking about? You don't cover the Bucks enough. Blah, 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 blah. What I know is when I watch a game and I see guys standing around, I see guys that if they had time to drop their pants and put their finger in their own rear end and they could do it and have nobody notice them and time to do it, that they could. that's a lazy basketball team. It's a lazy, lethargic basketball team. Call it like it is. And Doc looked at it and went, this is crap. This is crap. You got one or two guys playing and meeting mugging, and I'm going to be a badass, but your team's getting beat. You can't elevate anybody. All you're doing is winning games by yourself, but you're not elevating the rest of the guys around you. Not, not at all. So it's, it's a lazy, bad basketball team. And I don't know if 20 games is going to turn it around. I have a feeling come maybe the second round of the postseason – they're going to be watching it from home. After the second round uh, of the postseason, I think they're going to be watching it from home. They're not that good. Not unless they suddenly turn it on. They're not that good. Is it Damian Lillard? Part of it. When he's engaged, man, he is engaged. When he's not, he could care less. He could care less. Look, just floating around, waving his arm. Just, you know, watch him. Just focus on him. The laziest basketball player, one of the laziest I've ever seen. Ever seen. And he was going to be the guy that was going to put him over the top. And all you did was invite lazy into that locker room. Period. Period. I mean, there's other guys in that area that are around it, but, you know, I, and what I feel bad is the guys that do hustle. I watched Brooke, Brooke Lopez is starting to give up. Hey, last night, there was two or three shots. He didn't put a hand up. He just stood there. Are you going to shoot it? Okay. Uh, and then watch it go in. Didn't even get a hand up. That's not Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez has been beaten down. He's he's looking at it. And I, 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 on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, it's like, come on, dude. You're one of the best defenders that this team has. And you're not even doing it anymore. But at this point, I'm sure Brooke's looking around going, nobody else is going to play it. Why should I? He doesn't even put, he's got a hand up. What the hell is a hand around a guy's junk going to do when he takes a, a jump shot over you? Are you going to grab it on the way up? I got you. I'm hanging on. I'll throw you down to the ground by your junk. What's that going to do? Pathetic, lazy-ass basketball team. So maybe the vacation, maybe the little bit of a break will rejuvenate them. But this whole thing about Giannis wanting to win championships and they got to do everything for me and this and that, that's garbage too. You know, still basketball, top of the key. I'm going to, you know, he does dribble drive. He does score. He does have the Euro step. He does play hard, but you got to be able to elevate guys around you, period. you got to elevate guys around you. And if you're not doing that, then you're nothing more than a selfish superstar. Go eat your Chick-fil-A and all the other stuff that you want to do and, and just, you know, whatever. 
He gives the Bucs the best chance to win a championship, without a doubt. Any team, without a doubt. you got to elevate everybody around you. you got to figure a way to be more of a leader. But, man, Damian Lillard, <laughs> if this is the end of your career, that's pathetic. You can go score all you want. doesn't matter. You can't play a lick of defense. I could, I could beat you. I could beat you. I really believe that because he stands there, hands out. Uh, you know what he looks like? He looks like that male poster that's in most medical offices with the head turned sideways. That's it. There you go. That's my Bucks take today. You hope that the rest, you hope that uh, there's a refocus. I doubt it, but you hope. We all do because we want to see him play well. But right now, right now, as we sit here today, you cannot convince me of anything else other than this is a selfish, lazy-ass basketball team. That's it. Uh, what else do we have today? We've got uh, Kevin Holden, CBS 58, is going to be joining us later on today. We'll talk with Kevin about uh, the Brewers. The Brewers get ready for their season. They're in camp now. Everybody's in camp now. So uh, I, I'm talking about all the teams, not every, not every player. You've got pitchers and catchers that are there, but uh, you got all of that. And uh, then on the uh, other side of things, you've got the NFL offseason and – now, you kind of look southward again. I mean, they picked up Adrian Amos. Looks like Eddie Jackson might be out the door. Would you go after a veteran like Eddie Jackson in the secondary for the uh, for the Packers? For the Packers. So, uh, John says, hey, Bill, we also doubted Jordan Love halfway through the season. Smaller sample size, uh, but we still did. You know, here's the thing, though, John. Jordan Love played hard. There was it was a lack of execution. This team doesn't play hard. It's not a lack of execution. It's a lack of heart. It's a lack, and I and I hate to say that because I I usually will preface it by saying I don't question people's heart, but I question maybe their motives more than their heart. You know, it it, it you just do watch them play, sit down, make a concerted effort. The first game, second game, uh, once once they get because the first game they're going to come out probably going to win, probably going to dominate. And you're going to go, oh, that's it. They've rejuvenated. And then you're going to see a game or two down the road, and they're going to look like this again. They're going to look lethargic. They're going to look lazy. They're going to take bad shots, turn the ball over. They're going to be looking at each other like, what are you doing? No, I don't know. What are you doing? You playing defense? You were supposed to have that guy. No, I wasn't. You were supposed to have that guy. No, that guy on the bench was supposed to have that guy. That's the way they're going to look at each other. And then you're going to go back to saying the same old thing. You can see it coming. And then we're going to get all geeked. Here comes some opponent that they should be superior than in the postseason and you're gonna go wow here we go and they're gonna battle and battle and battle and they're they're gonna win it you know whatever that first series is they're gonna scrape by in a couple of games when they should be dominating and they're gonna get off to these fast legion and all that bs and then they're gonna end up winning by four winning by two winning by one last second buzzer beater whatever over a team that they have no business even toying with that they should just dominate and they won't and they'll win the series they'll go to the next series and then they'll go we can't figure out what happened that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You can see it coming. Wash, rinse, repeat. See it coming. This is exactly what they did last year. They they won games because they're talented. You can't. Sometimes you can just fall ass backwards into a win because they're just good. They're just good. They they rise to the occasion against some of the better teams, and against some of the worst teams where they have no business even on the same floor with these teams because they're so much better. They just Cower away. Cower away. Like, we should just roll the basketballs out and we should win. You know? So, uh, 
And, Paul, you are 100% right. How do you compare somebody who is playing in their first season full-time as a starter versus bona fide all-star veterans? 100% agree. Well, along those same lines, the Packers weren't winning, but it became pretty clear they played for their coach. They didn't give up on their coach. Yep. What have we seen from the Bucks this year, either under Adrian Griffin or Doc Rivers, that they were playing for their coach? And fighting for their coach, the Packers, the Bucks don't compare those two teams. Right? Yeah, it's it's not even a uh, it's it's not even a fair comparison. The, the the they're not even apples to apples. It's apples to you know car tires. It's just <laughs> completely different, completely different. So anyway, that is uh, that's if you want to call it the opening rant. There's your opening rant for today today for the day today. Uh, but it is Friday. I'm excited. We got uh, what are you doing this weekend, Grant? What do you got going on? My yeah. parents are actually coming to town. They're coming to Madison to visit. Oh, that's so right. That's right. That's right. We get together with my brother, and it's his birthday, so just do a little kicking around town. And my parents are actually uh, bringing the dog to the Golden Retriever, so I'm, ex- okay. I'm excited. Are they all staying with you? They got a big house uh, out in Sun Prairie, one of the big Airbnbs, so they're just going to oh, set up shop oh, okay. for the weekend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, no. They don't. Like, they, how are they all cramming into the apartment? Someone would have to sleep in the bathroom if I had more than one house guest in my apartment. There you go. And then uh, the one other thing that I uh, I failed to mention is that uh, last night uh, you saw history. Uh, Caitlin Clark's record-breaking three, the logo three, um, just phenomenal what she's done. I was watching yesterday afternoon as uh, ESPN was, you know, kind of following the ticket prices and such last night over in Iowa for uh, to see her break the uh, women's all-time scoring record. And now what is she, like 89 or 99 points away from breaking the all-time NCAA collegiate scoring record, which has stood tall for 50 years, and she could do it in three years, which is <coughs> which is amazing. And she could do it. She could do it in the next three games, two games. She uh, ended up setting a career high, but career best last night. But she is exciting to watch. And for the most part, she's stayed pretty humble. I liked her. I liked her post game speech where she's talking about the record, but then she started talking about the team, how we could have done a few things better. We need to play a little bit better defense, hands out, blah blah blah. And just it's like, wow, okay, um, you know, you kind of like uh, the little bit of bravado, but not over the top, and and so you kind of respect that. So, but it was it, it, what an incredible per- performance last night three thousand five hundred twenty eight points plus, and uh, it's just what an an amazing accomplishment. An amazing accomplishment. So we uh, we don't want to gloss over that because there that was history in the making last night. So you saw that as well. All right, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're one segment in. I think we got what fifteen more to go. We got a lot going on today. A lot going on today. And today we are going to uh, tell you how you can uh, get uh, VIP treatment. Uh, somebody out there listening to the program is going to get VIP treatment, and I'll tell you how coming up a little bit later on today as well. So stay right where you're at. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Stoley's Hog Alley and Stoles 0109 today. You're official. We're now into Lent. Fish fries are now prevalent, and they've got a good one. They've got that salted rye bread over there at Stoley's Hog Alley, and the fish fries are legendary. And if you're going to get there, get there early or get there late, uh, unless you squeeze in right there, you know, a little bit of a wait, but get in and enjoy yourself and say hi to Jeff, say hi to Alicia, but, Stoley's Hog Alley in Lake Country on Venice Beach Road. Stoles 0109 in Watertown on County Road are both places. Fantastic fish fry Fridays everywhere tonight. And it's going to begin and end right there at Stoley's Hog Alley. Stay tuned. We got more. Bill Michael Show continues. 
Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. Hey, our friends at Master Z's, if you are uh, still, you know, kind of feeling like, ah, now's the time to do some things inside, whether it's an indoor bar, shuffleboard, pool table, accessories to all of that, uh, darts, dartboards, all that kind of good stuff, they've got it. But as the warm weather starts to creep in next week, I think it's going to be back into the 40s and 50s, that uh, you may be going, you know what, maybe I need to spruce up the patio a little bit. There's some patio furniture that I've been wanting. There's some new stuff coming in. Get it while the getting is good. That's our friends at Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. Whether it's fire pits, gas ones, or wood ones, you've got uh, patio furniture, the umbrellas, you've got outdoor lighting, hammocks, grilling accessories, grills for that matter. They have it all. Check it out. That's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Tell them we sent you. Rob and his staff are really, one, they're really knowledgeable. And two, people come from all over because the quality of this stuff is so amazing. So amazing. That's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. As they say, you can see it today. Get it tomorrow. Good stuff. Um, the uh, Let's see here. Um. Dale said, uh, hey, the Bucks have no energy, and the coach was another mistake. If we don't improve our play, we're going to get swept in the first round of the playoffs. Right? I Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, Nick says uh, the Bucks have been overhyped for years. Thankfully, they won a championship, uh, but were very lucky in doing so. Um, well, look. They weren't lucky. You win a championship, you're not. You, you got to have some luck. But yeah. people want to say, oh, they got so lucky that Kevin Durant's toe was on the line. No, his toe was on the line. That's it, right? Uh, it could have been a foul. It could have been a turnover. It could have been something else that had that game that close that they did to make that game close. They could have had one or two things go against them. Otherwise, that game could have been a blowout. You know, the Chris Middleton got hit on the wrist as he was going up. Nobody called that. That should have been a foul. That should have been two more points at the, at the, at the line. So, yes, that's a circumstance in which they say, oh, that's what we're going to point to. But what people tend to forget about is everything that leads up to that point. You know, uh, you don't win a game on one shot. In basketball, you do. It's a final shot, but you don't win a game on one shot. You can. It's like, go back to the Super Bowl. Everybody talks about Shanahan. And the mismanagement. But what I look at is where they lose that game. They lost that game. They lost the momentum when Christian McCaffrey fumbled. That turned the tide. Because Kansas City, they were about ready to be punched and knocked out. And that turned the tide. That gave Kansas City their next breath. They earned that. And San Francisco gave that away. So, yeah, you can say, oh, my God, they got lucky. But, I see, I don't. Yes, they did, but I don't buy that that was the only play in which they earned it. You know what I mean? That's my argument to that. Uh, this one is from Nick, who also says the Brewers can at least show us what young guys who are excited about playing can do, and they make watching fun. Uh, Dale says the Bucks have no energy, and the coach was another mistake. Um, 
Mark says 100% accurate on this poor excuse of a Bucks team. Uh, there's, well, the whole thing about Damian, Damian Lillard not wanting to be here. You don't know. You don't know. I mean, I don't know if he is interested. I don't know if he hasn't fit in. I don't know what's going on on the court, off the court, in the locker room. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, there's something innately different. Now, we can all say that maybe Drew Holiday was the straw that stirred the drink. That's true. You you, you know, we talk about it all the time. You've got to have chemistry both off the court and on the court. Is Giannis, and here's what here's another thing that I want to bring up. We talk about Jordan Love and what he did with the wide receivers, what he did with the offensive line, getting down, lowering himself, if you will, to raise everybody up. Rodgers wouldn't do it. Rodgers said what? Say it with me. Let Cobby coach him up. You're right. Let Cobby coach him up. And then when I get there, they will be up near my level. And I thought to myself, what a condescending, arrogant SOB. You can't lower yourself to talk about guys to get them up to your level, but yet you want them at your level without talking to them. That's oof, Can't do that. But yet the very next year, at Jets camp, we all know what he said, how important it is to get in there early and get everybody on the same page. And what? What did he say? And get them up to my level. Okay. So that said, does it transfer over? Is is Giannis that guy? You know, on the road, is Giannis getting everybody together? Say, hey, let's go out. We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go uh, you know, hang out. Did Giannis get pissed off that he didn't win one of the defensive awards last year and has just said, Well, screw it. It's a popularity contest. I'm not playing defense the way I was because he's not playing the same either. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to hear the excuses, the arguments, and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, all you got to do is watch. All you got to do is watch. What we should start doing is compiling uh, what I what we should call laziness videos. Now, here's the other argument, and this one comes in from Dale. Dale says... Hey, Bill, everybody in the NBA plays exactly the same way. They play lazy defense until it comes down to the very last shot, and then all of a sudden they have hands in the face, and they're really trying at that point. Why is that? I don't care. I don't care what the Celtics do. I don't care what Miami does. I don't care what LeBron does. What I care about is what I see on the floor out of this team, our team, the team that is talented. Nobody is sitting here saying, this team sucks. They don't have any talent. They're terrible. What we're all saying is, is this team has talent, and look at the way they play. And they've changed coaches. Budenholzer was here. Uh, he wasn't the voice to get it done. Griffin was here. He's a player's guy. He's going he's gonna to bring them together. He didn't get it done. Doc comes in. He's going to crack the whip. Hasn't gotten it done. He's 3-7. and seven. Nothing's changed. And nobody in this state, nobody, wants to pick on Giannis. Oh, my God, he'll leave. He'll leave. Who cares? This was, this was when Brett Favre threw the pass to Donald Driver when everybody else was open in front of him. And he threw the pass to Driver, and it gets picked off. And I'll never forget one of the higher-ups coming out of the box P.O.'d, beyond P.O.'d, because he'd seen this before. Wash, rinse, repeat, saying, 
we can lose with anybody. What are we keeping this guy around for when he's going to do the same thing over and over and over again? And we're still going to lose. 100% correct. This is not about season wins. This is not about playoff wins. This is about championships. He gives you the best shot at winning. But I'm sitting here watching highlights right now. Right now. Dunking over him. This is the Memphis Grizzlies, for God's sakes. Dunking over him. He's looking up. Looking up. You know what? You better wear some goggles like Horace Grant used to. You know why? Otherwise, you're going to take somebody's junk right in the eye. Oh! Oh, Doc! What happened? What happened to you, sir? You're honest, what happened to you? Oh, well, I, I got I got something something in my eye. Oh, what was it? We have to figure out what exactly uh, scratched the cornea here. You know, that's an embarrassing statement. I lost my eyesight because I took some junk in the eye. You better, you better start playing some damn defense. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. If you want to do so, we'd love to hear from you. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. Our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. Boat, uh, boat covers, upholstery, awning, and if you want to do like a bimini top, if you want to do a travel cover, if you have an awning out in front of your business, if you have, say, the uh, the sails over top of your patio, whatever it is, get it done. Hell, out in uh, Midwest Family Broadcasting, I just saw that they're redoing some chairs out there. They're buying them, buying parts for them, refurbishing them, putting them back, putting them back together. If you have office furniture, office chairs need to be reupholstered, the armrests are all cracked and split up and nasty now. Call Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All.com. Call him 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. Up in Wausau, it is worth it. There are companies all over the upper Midwest that are sending him stuff uh, just to kind of preserve some of their financial aspects, so to speak. It's a lot cheaper to get it refurbished and make it like new than to go buy new. You know what I mean? So get a hold of Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I've been telling you a long time uh, that uh, one of the better water, the best, in my opinion, water softening system on the market, that is the Connecticut water softening system. And our friends at the Water Doctors, John Atley and the gang, they do a magnificent job, not only uh, with the installation of these things, but also they are very philanthropic in the community. They do a lot of stuff for veterans and military members and their families. But if you, I, one of the things that I loved when I got home was to take a shower. When you have hard water, we were in Vegas, and you could just feel it. You know, you just kind of felt nasty. I don't even know how to explain it. You just did. You just, you know, both Kristen and I were coming home. Our, we, our flight landed at 1.30 in the morning uh, in, uh, in Milwaukee, and we both looked at each other. We got home and we said, I'm going to get a shower. And I just, we're going to go both good, just to feel good and clean again. I mean, you notice the difference when you have a really good water softening system versus not, and the Connecticut is by far the best. Uh, get a hold of our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com, H2, the letter O, doctors.com, and they can tell you all about it. And if you are, say, if you're in La Crosse or if you're in Oostburg or if you're in Elkhart Lake, if you're in Menominee, Marinette, whatever, give them a call, and if they don't service your area, that's fine because they'll put you in touch 
with another authorized dealer that does. And they'll work with you, too. They're good people. And that's uh, John Atley and the staff over at the Water Doctors. Uh, 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. That's the, uh, the Water Doctors. And uh, they are just terrific, terrific people. But <laughs> I'm telling you, you notice it when you don't have clean water. Big time. Um, Michael says, I thought the Bucks had a really talented and deep team. Then they go and get rid of a bunch of good players. And the guys that they got are average at best. This is uh, this is from Ellen. Ellen says, uh, "Been at a couple of Bucks games this year. You're 100 percent correct. We get a lot of guys standing around right in front of us. Our seats are three rows off for my husband's business at the Buck behind the Bucks bench uh, at the Bucks bench." She says, and uh, she says that uh, you get a lot of guys with their arms in the air just watching the shot go up and then starting to trot to the other end of the floor. I'm always screaming offensive boards, offensive boards. And one time Bobby Portis looked at me as if I was screaming some F-bomb at him. Like I didn't know what I was talking about. When did offensive rebounds not become a part of the game? Ellen, don't know. It is sacrilege. Unless they're standing there and it falls in their lap. Guys aren't fighting for the basketball. At least not yet. Maybe they will later. I don't know. But... I get you. You've only been to three games this year. Your husband has season season tickets. You've only been to three games. Do you just not like want to go, or is it because he's always taking clients or something? Not that I know what your husband does, but okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> golf guy says, "Hey, by the way, have you seen the pictures of Jordan Love working out with Drew Brees? This is the kind of thing the fans want to see: a quarterback working hard instead of going into a darkness retreat. He's working to approve his craft." Golf guy? Uh, no, I haven't. I've heard about it, but I haven't. But Rodgers used to do that stuff. It wasn't until the last two or three years of Rodgers being in Green Bay that he got a little wigged out. Most of the time he was at the OTAs. Most of the time he was doing stuff. Now, he was playing golf in celebrity golf classics and stuff and pro-ams. And he traveled around. I mean, when he was with Danica Patrick, he was over meeting the Dalai Lama and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. If players want to go do that. I don't have a problem with it. But it wasn't until the last few years uh, of him being in Green Bay that he started taking off on the the ayahuascas and the darkness retreats and, you know, needing to go to South America and all that. I I mean, I don't don't know what all he needed. Remember, he was over in the Hawaiian Islands, uh, I think, at one point, you know, that type of thing. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I, I don't. Know at what point things changed? I think it was, you know, the the drafting of Jordan Love. It was right around at that time, that period of time, that he, I'm not going to say became anti-organization, but started to feel his oats, started to know that he was the king of the mountain and he was going to flex his muscles. And he was going to not only know he was king of the mountain, but put himself on an even higher mountain. But for the most part, I, you know, what you hope for, and, and Golf Guy, I appreciate the email or, or the comments over in the live stream, but what you hope for is that Jordan Love doesn't follow down the, those steps, that path. I, there's something different about him in, in meeting him, talking to him, on and off the air. And if you were listening last week, I thought it was, it was great insight. But there's something different about him than there was with Favre and Rodgers. Now, Favre, I got here in 99. 
I came into the state of Wisconsin in 99. Favre was already <clears throat> a god. I don't know what Favre was prior to that. I'd heard he was just a big, fun, goofy, good old boy, for lack of a better term. I mean, 23, 24, 25 years old, uh, that was his age. But he, you know, from the stories I got gathered when I first got here and the stories even his dad told us when he worked with us, was Brett was a 25, 26, 27-year-old trapped in a 14-year-old's body, you know? And it wasn't until he realized that he needed to study, he needed to hone his craft later in his career to stay on top of his game that he really started to buckle down because Favre could have been far greater than he was. When you talk about heart and talent, Favre could have been far greater than he, than he was. He was a thrower and had the heart of a lion. Rodgers was a passer and a quarterback. I don't know what Jordan Love is yet. But Rodgers had everything and maximized it. Favre, <laughs> I remember Brian Noble telling me a story once that it was at the end of Brian's career, and they knew, they knew Favre was good. And he begged Brett to study with him, begged him. Said Brett, you, you just you know please, and, and Brett confirmed this when when we did the the retirement uh, discussion uh, up in Green Bay on the night that they retired his number, he begged Brett to study and to learn, and you know Brett just and Brett would always tell him you know hey Nobs I'll just go out and wing it man I'll go out and wing it we'll win don't worry I got I'll go out and wing it that's what he would tell him, and then obviously Noble gets hurt and he doesn't ever play again, but. He begged him. He said, look, if he studied and really learned the game and understood the nuances of the game and where things were coming from, he wouldn't have taken as many hits. He wouldn't have thrown as many picks. He would have been a much better quarterback. But Brian told me, he said at one point, he said, I think Brett was afraid to study because everybody else had studied and knew it, and he was afraid to look stupid in front of everybody. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 877-867-1670. I don't know what love is yet, though. But love's doing what Favre and Rogers did. You know, early on in your career, you go out, you work at your skill a little bit. I don't think Favre did as much. I know Rogers did. Rogers was doing stuff in the offseason. He was trying to get better. Rogers had the magnanimous chip on his shoulder, obviously, from falling in the draft after being what many consider to be the number one overall pick. And he fell and fell and fell and fell and fell into the 20s, 24, and all of a sudden the Packers grab him. But uh, so he had that chip on his shoulder for a long time. So it wasn't until the last few years that he kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I uh, got a lot more to get to today. We got we got good stuff today, too. We got Kevin Holden from CBS 58 going to join us later. Mike Clemens going to join us a little bit later. Got our buddy Jeremy from Mama Tried and the Flat Out Friday crew. We're going to talk about how you can win a VIP ex, uh, VIP experience with myself and Kristen. And uh, we're going to talk about that where we will take you inside the Fiserv Forum, inside the inner portion of the track. You can watch the races, the motorcycle races, how they do it, all that kind of stuff, because we'll, we'll let Jeremy explain it. But it's just it's fascinating and it's so much fun if you're a cycle enthusiast. And it's kind of nice, you know, you're still stuck in the doldrums of winter coming up next week. And you're kind of like, eh, you know, we haven't turned the corner yet. You're really not out riding yet. 
but you still get a chance to go and uh, hang out with a bunch of Harley Davidson and motorcycle people. And you still get a chance to go see some of the best bike builders in the country and in the world, bring some of their best models and best displays to the Rave Eagles Club in Milwaukee. So we got all that coming up a little bit later on today as well. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. You're looking at uh, the uh, garage floor right now, and you're going, man, what a bunch of crap. You got salt, you have sand, you've got stains. And you're like, ah, maybe I should probably, you know, think about cleaning this out while the weather's warm. You can do it, but you can call uh, my buddy Sean, 262-443-2852. From Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everything in between. Epoxy flooring done right. They did uh, my gym. Downstairs, they're going to do my garage this year, but uh, you can do uh, epoxy flooring, polyurea coatings. They paint as well, so they do a lot of different stuff, but epoxy flooring done right. And if you really want to make it easy and maintenance-free, you just you know sweep that stuff up, and it just comes right off. No big deal. Uh, I had the same thing happen uh, in, the, in the, the gym downstairs. You know, I had a little bit of water that came in because I'd stupidly left – uh, the grill on the backside of my house, long story, but the water was hitting off the grill and instead of moving away from the house, it was splashing into the house and it went downstairs and it left a little bit of a mud stain and I just took the mop and went bloop and it came right up just because it's epoxy flooring and nothing sticks to it. It's great. You sweep it right up, you vacuum it right up, whatever. It's, it's awesome. Uh, epoxy flooring done right. Go to epoxy flooring done right.com. That's epoxy flooring done right.com. Or call them 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852, and uh, see if, uh, I'm not kidding, man. I mean, that's, that's that stuff is for real. Really, really good stuff. 877-867-1670, uh, John says the Packers quarterback, curse, blessed with the arm of a football god, cursed with the ego of a rock star, and hit a single, uh, and a hit single about themselves. Let's hope. Let's hope that love doesn't turn into that. I remember when Rodgers took over. And one of the reason, reasons Aaron Rodgers did his, started doing his press conference at his locker was because he didn't want to do it the way Favre did it. Because Favre stood up in front of everybody. And Favre would answer his own questions. It, it was funny. Because you could say something to, to Brett, you, you know, hey, 49ers got a tough defense. You know, the, the Bosa off the edge is fantastic. And Favre would go, yeah, you know, well, can I get away from Bosa? I could probably scramble a little bit. And I, you know, and then he said, you know, you got to see the, you know, the guys across the middle, you got to give them a little extra time. So I need to be able to move. And then, you know, but, uh, you know, can I get away? Can I, do I still have the ability to get away? And, but he would go on. And then you look at everybody, you're like, do we, do we, do we ask anything? It was like four questions into an hour. And okay. And then Brett's like, okay, that's it. Thanks. You know, it's like, so Rodgers wanted to be the anti-FAR. Rodgers wanted to be the intellect. He wanted to stand at his locker. He didn't want to be bigger than anybody else. But ultimately, it was funny because everything he despised, he became, which was really ironic. So you hope that love doesn't fall into the trappings and down that particular path. There's always something to be said for fame. 
You know, it, it does go to your head in some way, shape, or form. And I've seen it with so many different athletes, and rightfully so. It, because you are on a different, you're breathing a different air, so to speak. But it's the ones that realize, no, the air for you is the same as the air for me. Those are the guys that stay humble. Those are the guys that stay hard. Those are the guys that stay working. Those are the guys that usually have that level of success both on and off the field. I think Favre had some talented teams. They never got him enough help at the wide receiver position. But Favre, I, that's why the, the, the shame of it is with Rodgers and those teams because it just seemed like Favre – Far was able to get to NFC Championship games and such, but he had some talented teams, but he had some really good defenses. Rodgers never had that really good defense until 2010, 2011, and then you saw the results. They won a championship, and then they went you know, 15-1 and one and before they got knocked off in the postseason. But, and they had some other good teams. 2014 was a really good team. They, they should have won it then, and they didn't. Um. So for Rodgers, at times when you look at, you know, well, you know, five NFC Championship games, you only won one. That's why I defend them so hard because, man, some of those teams should have never been there. You know, I think we were all kind of – I just remember covering the team on the daily for the network and thinking to myself, this isn't even real. How, how are they doing this? They're not that good, you know? Um, but it came together for them to get to an NFC Championship game. I'll defend Rodgers and Favre a little bit in that I think a lot of quarterbacks get a little weird in mm-hmm. later stages of their career. They're all stubborn. They want to keep doing things the way they've always been doing them. So I don't think it's just Rodgers and Favre right. that have gotten stubborn in their old age. Like right. Russell Wilson had his system and Peyton Manning had his system. Maybe it's something about the small town of Green Bay and there's no owner. Maybe it is a little bit different, but it's not completely like unheard of for other quarterbacks right. to be old and weird as they yeah. age. No, I, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think. We know Russell Wilson's bizarre in his demands and his needs, so to speak. Um, give me another quarterback that was that demanding and has made the same headlines in the weirdness factor. Well, I, that has won a championship and would be a Hall of Fame. I didn't say Rodgers wasn't the most weird. Like, he's, right. he's definitely on the, on the extreme just, end of the spectrum. I, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, you know, Peyton Manning worked hard. I mean, he demanded. that, And, and Peyton Manning was, like, in the, in the hot and the cold tubs with the Surface Pro. Bringing guys in so he could talk to them about plays and such. You know, we, he was hard. But he was hard on everybody around him because he was hard on himself. And he helped you raise that level, you know. Um, Cam Newton, he was a goof, but he never won a championship. He got there. And once he got there, that was it. That was his last hurrah. When he got humiliated on stage after the fact and walked off and refused to answer questions, that was the beginning of the end for him. Um, I'm trying to think. You look at Brady. Brady Brady was in a different era, but Brady took less money to keep better players around him because he knew the value of a team. And Brady was the guy that was, remember, when he went to Tampa, he was the guy that during COVID, when they weren't even supposed to work out, was taking guys to parks and high school fields to work out. And he demanded Antonio Brown, and he demanded Gronk. But with Brady, yep. you didn't feel like he was saying empty words, and he delivered no. with the Super Bowl. Yes. So that's the difference. And also, like, yes. he wanted Gronk and A.B. Rodgers wants Alan Lazard and Robert Tunyon. It's a 
It's right. a little it's a little different. Right. And then even then he tried to help Antonio Brown until Antonio Brown just completely went off the deep end. Um but I'm just I'm just trying to think of quarterbacks that won Super Bowls that were just that kind of went above and beyond. Like like Dak Prescott is got this vision of himself where he's demanding this and this and this. I'm really interested to see what he's gonna do with the salary this year. Because if he doesn't come down below fifty million, then like you you're you're one of the highest paid quarterbacks and you ain't one jack, man. And you've got even your team criticizing you and you're still going to take all the money? You're still going to do this and demand this? You know, so I'm waiting to see what he does. Got a lot more. Got a lot more. Really interesting stuff. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Stay right where you're at.